another must-experience, must-listen episode of the Seek Second Podcast. Second straight episode where we are in the D Street Studios. I guess today is D Street Studios adjacent as we are Annex. in the old, the old kitchen the instead of the old uh, D Street Studios itself. But, you know, it's, it's the end of July. The NBA playoffs have finished with the old Milwaukee Bucks on top. Uh, the NBA draft is tonight, if you're listening to this on Thursday. Uh, the NHL draft was just this earlier this week. Usually a dead time in the realm of sports as we wait for college football to get really underway as, as camps roll in. But that is not the case this week, this summer. Uh, we, we saved this episode for a slower time so we could dive really into it. Um, but before we dive into the name, image, and likeness, Kyle, what's good? I just spent a few days at the old Nebraska Coaches Clinic. It was a good little experience. It was a million degrees with a thousand percent humidity down in Lincoln, which was pretty uncomfortable for any time you were outside, but managed to get some good things out of the clinic, managed to find a golf course or two to to take some divots out of, but it was a good time. I was glad to get home and see my kids. It's probably the, the longest I've been away from both of them, so... Uh, it was fun. Glad to be home. And like I said, Lincoln was hot. Uh, Danny, you skipped out on the coaches clinic this, this year. Well, yeah, I was not able to attend. Out yeah. of town. Uh, I was actually in a hotter place in the desert of California and played some golf there too. Yeah, the uh, as we were talking, I, like uh, the Wizard of Dawes was trying to fill out our, our eightsome and, and he mentioned your name. And I was like, I, I don't think he's, I don't think he's attending this year because he's just coming back from from Palm Springs. And and Daz made the comment that uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, is the Palm Springs of, of Nebraska. So he, wow. he thought you were missing out. Uh, I I'd say of all the places in Nebraska to compare to Palm Springs, I don't know if it'd be Lincoln. But well, now, like, it actually feels hotter here. Or to the time of the summer where I walk outside to do something, and then I just turn around and walk right back in. Like, I can't. My lawn is in just terrible shape, brown, dry, and I have no motivation to be doing outside things right now. Uh, but what's good with me is I've become more like the rest of you. Uh, <laughs> Into recruiting. Today. This could go good or bad, I think. You know, you disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> the way you said it. We all, I have flaws. Okay. Thank you. Not very many, but I have flaws. flaws. The first step is admitting it. But uh, for forty plus years of my life, um, I didn't have a cavity or a filling in my mouth until today. Oh. The uh, the first cavity of my lifetime filled this morning, eight a.m. too. Oh. Yeah. So for every trip to the dentist I've ever had, it's just routine, just cleaning, you know, and it's kind of a nice, pleasant experience for the cleaning. Just I, I like it when they scrape around. They're like, oh, there's something back here. We got to scrape this thing off. Ooh, and, like That's the worst doctor to go to. It's always painful. It, is it even the cleaning. Oh, I hate that stuff. You don't like it. You don't like walking out of there feeling like you. Just smiles. No, because my bags are swollen, and I'm, yeah. I'm usually about on the verge of tears. I like it. If I, it's my yearly floss. <laughs> <laughs> they floss for you. They polish them up. 
They and then they leave you with a little little new toothbrush that you can use. They'll give you back. But yeah, getting the cavity filled, it wasn't painful, it wasn't miserable, but it was just uncomfortable. So yeah. I guess what's good about that is now the pressure's off a little bit as far as uh my dental hygiene. Do all of you do regular dentist visits? Not as much as I should. No, I I drove by I was back home before I went to uh to the coach's clinic and I drove by my old dentist office in in the heart city of Valentine and the the dentist that I used to go to is, is no longer there. <laughs> for and, for okay, so when I graduated high school and my mom stopped scheduling my appointments yeah. until like five years into my teaching career, I didn't go to the dentist at all. Well yeah, that's I, I made the comment of my wife's like, Yeah, that guy hasn't been there for a long time. And I just, I had told her, I was like, well, whenever he was last there would have been my last dentist visit. So I'm, I'm going on probably a solid 15 years of no dentist You might need to get in there. Well, but teeth hurt at all? Yeah, I don't have any sore teeth or. I don't go to the doctor if I'm not sore or achy. Why would I go to the dentist if my teeth don't hurt? I don't know. I feel like they clean them better than I could. cleaner? No. No, here, okay, so. So two things that I just do because when I'm there, they tell me I have to come back. So, and it's both happened recently. When, I'm, when I go get my checkup at the dentist, before I leave, they're like, okay, we'll just get you scheduled for your next time. And I don't ever want to be like, nah, I'm no, good. I'm good. So I'm just like, okay. And they kind of tell me when, when I'm coming back. And then today I took the dog to the groomer to get a haircut and same thing. They're like, okay, so I'm going to put you down for... And they schedule my next appointment. So then I feel like, yeah, which is fine with me. I'm like, all right, give me the little card. I'll show up next time. Gang tactics. Yep. Yep. Only one way out, you know. Is there a way that we that when someone listens to our podcast, we could just be like, all right, so we'll get you down for uh, listening yeah. to the next episode. Yeah, next 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 Thursday. Oh. Have any of you guys are any of you guys big Friends fans? Yeah, I mean I've watched them all. So so Chandler is a member at the gym, and he's like, oh. It's the first of the month. I just lost fifty bucks for my gym membership <laughs> because they can he can never cancel the yep. gym and then then he goes from like I'm not gonna cancel the gym, I'm gonna cancel my checks. And then the gym can't get their money. And that kind of feels like the, the racket that the dentist we're, also we're, has. We're paying twenty bucks a month to ABC Mouse from back during the pen, pandemic when our when our preschooler was gonna really get on and hit the books. I don't know if that website's ever been accessed from my house, but <laughs> Hard to cancel those things. Yeah, gosh, it's it's a wonder how you could afford these Nebraskan snacks and drinks without uh, that out without that ABC Mouse money. Nope. Well, thank you to Nebraskan Bank. I don't have to pay for that. So thanks to uh, thanks to Nebraskan for today's afternoon uh, drinks and snacks. Brandon, how about you? What's good with you? One week and a few hours from this very moment. NFL's back on TV already. Love it. I'm excited about that. What's so, the old first game? Isn't there usually like one game that's the Hall of Fame? Game. Yeah, Steelers versus Cowboys. So right. uh, cheering for some injuries and two of the uh, most some hated, uh... suspensions and arrests from the <laughs> Dallas. I'm a, as, a, as a Broncos fan, I'm actually excited for preseason because I think they're going to give both of our quarterbacks opportunities when it's not just going to be – Blame. I think Locke and Bridgewater are going to start their competition in preseason. 
Beautiful right. times. There'll be fans back in the stadium. At least for one week. Yeah. I said last time I'm I, I was sick of watching sports on TV with no fans. So hopefully things can get right and fans can still be attending all mm-hmm. season. Heck yeah. It's good with you. You know, it's it's the summer's winding down, which is always bittersweet. Is it because we got the dreaded back to school yep, events that email? email? Oh, with handler <laughs> style, I removed my mailbox from my house, and then uh, the thing wouldn't get mailed to me. But forgot about email. Yeah, it's not a letter anymore. Yeah, no, no, but no. Uh, state softballs this weekend. Old man state softball. Gotta love doing that. Some days I wonder how much I've got left in the tank after I can barely walk the next day. But Phil yeah. Nicholson has some, <coughs> has some stuff that prolong the longevity. I you think know, when you're fi- golf, you know. Or, I tried his. I tried his coffee. He always has like the Phil Nicholson coffee, mm-hmm. and there's like eight ingredients in it. Yeah. Tom Brady. He's another guy you could get a hold of. Dude, what a video he put out earlier this week or late last week where he played catch with himself. I want to make a reply of me doing that, but with the ringer. And then like, <laughs> and then have it come back just, in different places around the I've, I've turned full <clears throat> circle, turned the corner all the way, and I would call myself a fan of Tom Brady Ooh. at this point, which I thought I would never say. I used to hate him. Like, he used to be my most hated player in the NFL. That's a whole another another conversation we could have with that. I said he's the Phil Mickelson of the NFL because Phil has some unlikable qualities, but he like plays up the unlikable qualities enough that you're like, oh, that's kind of funny. I like it. Play in the heel, if you would. I would say next time you're feeling like you're on your the end of your softball career, just look around at the at, at the opponents. Well, that's kind of the scary thing is now we're getting kids who just graduated high school back in, which kind of rejuvenates the league. But I'm nowhere near the oldest guy. So I kind of feel compelled to play way too long. So that way I, I can... I thought the whole point of slow pitch softball was everybody had reached the end of the line on every other sport that they've played yeah, in their life. So therefore, they started slow pitch softball. I, I think that's golf league. Yeah. I picked that up too. So <laughs> I'm really coming into my own here lately. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to bring a grievance to the table before we dive into this too much. You uh, want to go on a trip with us? <laughs> no, I just I want to bring up the fact that two of the members of, of the Sync Second podcast went on a golf trip and didn't even bother to uh, invite the other two guys. So yeah, just, you didn't you didn't ask me to be on your squad for the unless you want to go on a family vacation with me. I don't think you're talking about me. Yeah, well, I would have much rather gone to Palm Springs, but yeah, I, I kind of want to know what the the other two guys that took a trip down to Wild Horse have to say for themselves. Are you going to name names? Because I, well, you just said it wasn't <laughs> you, so I, it obviously clearly wasn't me. Uh, Wild Horse Golf Course, Gothenburg, Nebraska. I'm a little out. We came back with the deed. Uh, coffee club morning golf things, which I'm pretty sure both of you guys have had a standing invite to. For the entire pandemic. It's also extinct, like too, unless to be, you guys are still doing that. I like to be offered every time so I can still say no. But <laughs> still, I don't want to embarrass myself. You're hitting 10 below par here. A four-man scramble. four-man scramble. I was not hitting well, 10 the two-man scramble, we were not 10 below. Two-man scramble, we were Just go- In over. golf, there's always someone better than you, and there's always someone worse than you. Yeah. That's why I just think about the people that are worse than you and laugh at laugh nervous. at them. Get 
nervous. And Brandon and I are good teammates because we're not consistent enough to each hit a good shot every time. So when I hit a bad one, Brandon steps up and vice versa. Well, what the so, next time I will ask you guys, my because then I will have been there. My stress level won't be as so high. I was already was, pretty nervous trying to find stressful. it. Then we had an old guy who said he was a, a group ahead of us. Threw everything off. Wait, did you go in from the highway? Were you on the highway? Yeah, you're like, maybe, yeah there's maybe. one. There's a tiny little sign. You got to turn left. Angle, yeah. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> so we went from 60 to turn left yeah. real quick. It was amazing. What did you think of the course in general? Oh, it was awesome. It was pretty. I was intimidated hitting off the fairway. Was your first? Yeah, they're tight. They're super nice. Was was, was your first putt ten or fifteen feet past? Oh, those greens so, are fast. Yeah, like I was like, I'm gonna go to the practice green, hit a couple, and it was super windy. Like set down my <clears> ball, <throat> and it's like just rolling with the wind, and I was like, picked up speed. For this sure. is gonna be rough. But yeah, my. What'd you think of the practice green? Very nice. <laughs> Better than I've ever One time, spent an extra two or three hours there with a group of guys after our round, just messing around. I would but, like to take to do. my daughter there because where the girls can tee off, there's not as much shrubbery right after the tee box. So I don't wide think, fairways. I don't think she yeah, would was, lose many balls. Do you know what they call the native rough there? Oh, big sign, no. big sign in the clubhouse. Do you know, Kyle? I should. I remember this because he said it when he was telling us like the rules oh, yeah. of the car, but I can't remember. Called the Wooga. The Wooga, yep. Every so often they burn that so it can regrow naturally. And if you happen to go there like right after they burned it, that's a much different course. I'm sure yeah. it is. And you <laughs> can find as many Pro V1s as you can. Do they announce on these days? <laughs> Probably. I bet the locals know because I, I do bet that those. All local guys will go fill up their bags with Pro V1s for the entire rest of the year. My For my shooting, I was five under. Lost. Five balls. But did you find any? Negative. It's got to be a net loss or gain. I'll uh, leave there sometimes with more good balls than I started with. Geez. Well, we're not. Like, it's pretty nervous. The are big. Bad <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not like other places where I normally where you're on the green and it's like one or two putt this one it's like if i miss this it very well could just roll off the green and then I'm yeah that's plus definitely. huge greens you play yeah, you play under, yeah. Putt under, it improves under. your uh green and regulations percentage but kills your uh um, yeah. putts per round score intimidating sand yeah there's a couple like deep ravines that looked like the ocean washed up oh yeah Good stuff. No, it's just fun. Broke yeah, it would have been fun to fun to join well, them. Yeah, just, once we get good enough, just you guys to, are on well, our level. I've known Brandon for quite a while now, and I have yet to play just a casual round of golf with him. I'm not exactly well, sure why, but like, I've never played with Brandon. I see other than this one trip, <laughs> not this morning because we were chasing him. He seems to think that I'm this really yeah, good golfer, and then refuses are. to play yeah. with me. Who do you think we are? We're also shitty golfers. Yeah, yeah I, I might be able to hit it farther than you, but that means nothing in terms of I might just be in a worse spot 20 yards down the fairway. It's all relative. Super self-conscious about. Like, that time, I, when was that? Were we still in school? I think we were still in school when I thought Danny left the exploding golf ball, but was actually just being nice. And then I was like, oh, man, we're – going to get up close to them and these other people are kind of behind me and, and they're just going to see me they're going to see me hit and this is going to be rough well and, just so you know 
I have watched you hit the ball from afar. And he's got a he's got a good swing. Yeah, he hits it straight. I'm yeah. man. No, it's he, but that's good. And he puts videos of himself <laughs> on Twitter yeah. or on YouTube of him golfing, and yet because that's for a class project. And my only a, other idea was to make one on pollinators, and I'm scared of bees. <laughs> so uh, that was what my instructor was like. I Basically, anything bees. cool Brandon's done in the last month month or so, it's a school project. <laughs> yeah. He's he's been published in our news in our local newspaper. That's that should be true. what's good. Yeah. NPTelegraph.com. I don't know if it made the made the website or not, but that is behind the paywall. Behind the old paywall. It was a it was a yeah, good uh, well written article about. I don't. I'm not even saying I agree with what your what your main point was. I don't. I don't know if I agree, but it was compelling and well written and nostalgic. Thanks. What do they call the the hook at the beginning of a story? Jesus. No, like what's supposed to grab you? Your attention yeah. The you're an English. You're an English teacher. Wow, come on. No, he just made me just made me feel like I was waking up as a little kid, getting ready to watch a watch a Husker game. Now, Brandon, I have to ask, because in high school I actually would send articles down to the telegraph here uh for my high school games and would get paid. I wanna know, is was this a paid This was not a paid one. Not okay. a paid one. If we had sound effect alert right now, this would be a well, humble brag. Humble brag. Yeah. Well, that, humble brag. <laughs> That Kyle just laid down. Yeah, who would have, who would have thought it's not from me? What, from your hometown? Yeah, high school football. What was the town? Football and basketball. I would and give basketball. Yep. Yeah, in the town. Cody Kilgore. Cody, Cody Kilgore. There we go. Cowboys. Oh, also, and then we might have U.S. soccer plays soccer. in the semifinal game of the Gold Cup tonight versus Qatar, 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 or however Cutter. you want to say it. No, I thought Qatar is in the Middle East. Isn't the Gold Cup? I, when I was in college, I thought I was going to learn how to play the guitar. Uh, as I was uh, at Coach's Clinic, and at some point we'll get into the name, image, and likeness, but when uh, I also went to the Nebraska High School Hall of Fame down in, in Lincoln That's pretty cool. and, and walked yeah. through, and as you walk through, the first thing you see is a list of every mascot in every uh, town listed in, in terms of mascots. And there's only like maybe... 15 or 20 schools in the state of Nebraska that have uh, a one-off in terms of their their mascots. And, again, I mentioned it before, only two two schools in the state of Nebraska, the Cowboys, Cody Kilgore and Boys Town. Two of nice. the most different student body bits. Cut from the same cloth. <laughs> Cut from the same cloth. If he tells a story about <laughs> Wyoming and the logo, I'm You're the only one that I'm brings leaving. that up. You're the one that brings that up. I told the story one time, and you bring it up constantly. Beautiful. Speaking of Wyoming. Much more than one. Football. Name, image, and likeness. <laughs> now that's a transition. Transition. <laughs> so then it's, talk about it's it. A, it's a tale as old as time. Conversation of amateurism and watching athletes compete for the love of the game. Sounds like he's reading, but he's kind of trying to act like he's not reading. Yeah, I'm reading. I got it. Okay. Uh, before they get jaded by all the money from the pros. I actually wish we could just have like a little video of, of this official Sing Second Podcast Twitter feed uh, from the night this all came down. Uh, but it does honestly seem like the argument that uh, says that a full college ride scholarship is enough payment for these athletes seem to be dead. So... Uh, as we jump into the name, image, and likeness, just 
I, I, I sent these guys like a, a rundown of everything that happened, and it was like 15 points long. But a couple of the highlights uh, kind of all started back uh, in 2019. California was the first one to pass legislation that would allow athletes uh, to profit from name, image, and likeness. And their initial legislation had it starting in, in 2023. Uh, Florida quickly followed suit uh, about nine months later. Uh, then, obviously, if you remember last year, as the football season started, it uh, kind of started with Pac-12 players threatening to boycott uh, with a list of demands. Uh, then a nationwide, uh, kind of the, the stars of college football uh, joined to do similar steps and even floated the idea of a, a college player union. Uh, and then that was kind of it for uh, the players kind of getting involved which year after year after year, that really doesn't seem to carry much water. Uh, but then on December 16th, 2020, the Supreme Court actually agreed to hear a case on appeals uh, that would essentially uh, call into question the NCAA's definition of what they consider amateurism. And as soon as that happened, it was, it was kind of a, a snowball effect in terms of the NCAA trying to respond to that because now they actually had real teeth behind them. Uh, the NCAA decided to indefinitely delay its vote uh, to decide on the NIL. They said due to concerns about antitrust laws because their whole argument is that because the education is the, the key behind the NCAA, anything that would allow these students to get paid is, is kind of uh, breaking the amateurism law. Uh, after that, the Supreme Court started hearing arguments uh, in March and April of this year about this uh, case defining amateurism. And then it happened pretty quick. June of this month, June 18, uh, six of the major conferences proposed a plan that would just let each individual school be responsible for creating their own NIL policies uh, after that, the Supreme Court issued their statements and their findings, which uh, we'll probably get to it later on. Uh, but Brett Kavanaugh kind of became the star of this uh, statement, I guess, because in my opinion, Kavanaugh just completely undressed the NCAA. Pretty much said everything that they had been kind of stating their claim to was was almost illegal, and if they continued to do it, it would probably be... Uh, possible to uh, getting sued and all that sort of uh, negative negativity. Uh, and then June 30th, the NCAA allowed a temporary rule change that allowed each individual school to come up with their own policies, giving them only uh, minimal guidelines to follow, which led to July 1st of this month with the Runza ads of Nebraska and every other college athlete trying to grab for the quickest and most lucrative money coming their way. So, as we kind of start this conversation, just what were your guys' initial reactions to the NIL coming out? Uh, good for the sport, bad for the sport, indifferent. Just initial reactions before we get to Brandon. I, I think one of the 
<clears throat> more interesting parts is everybody's worried about football. But if you follow Instagram and Twitter and TikTok or whatever, a lot of those people who are going to make the most money aren't football players. Yeah, the, who's a Bryce Young, the quarterback from Alabama. Um, to just recently, yesterday or a couple days ago, a quarterback in California is not going to play a senior of high school to kind of jumpstart that process and stuff like that. And yeah, there's going to be these small few cases, but a lot of the people who are making the most money off of the NIL are not football players. And I think that's interesting when this was a strictly a football idea for a and, while. And therefore, they're probably involved in sports that aren't bringing in a lot of revenue for their yeah. university. Yeah. Yeah, and when we <laughs> kind of think about that, I, I do think I do think that all of the arguments were were based around well, the quarterback is going to be the leader of the school. Then how is everybody else going to get money? And it kind of comes down to, turns out there's a lot of money out there and a lot of money that people are willing to to give to either be a connected to these athletes, connected to the school, or just simply recruiting advantages. So. Uh, like I said, it's, it's capitalism. Yeah, like you use whatever means you have to try to try to make some money. Yeah, and I think it's a meritocracy too. Like if they are going to get paid on their merit, like to me, if a quarterback or is, how good at Instagram they are, that's, that's also it would still be the, a merit based <laughs> right. eyeballs on their stuff and what you can bring uh, to the table. Is that but, Hauser calling you? Yeah. Hauser NP with a missed call right now because I'm, I'm going to be ignoring that. I, I think one of the cool parts, though, that could potentially come out of it is um, a, lot of, a lot of schools like in Nebraska or Alabama where it's kind of the only show in town, it has the opportunity to really connect the community to the school where these athletes, yeah, they're getting paid for their services, but it incentivizes them to want to be in the, in the community, in the public, doing these things and having the opportunity to meet fans and, you know, uh, kind of gain traction that way. I want the, uh, Some of these guys, it's going to be hard to find time to do that stuff. Like if it was me, I, I don't know if I'd want to spend three or four extra hours in a week doing something on the side while I'm, I already have a full-time job being a football player or an athlete. But, I, but I honestly think those guys are having to do that stuff anyways and now they can just get paid for it because though the colleges would take those guys around all over the yeah. place it, for for pr or so they could get handed envelopes of <laughs> yeah. cash so so you think about the three guys that nebraska or every big 10 school took out to uh the big 10 media days like beforehand those guys were just having to give up a week their only week off during the the summer months to to just go be faces of the Nebraska program or the Ohio State program, and and now will they get paid for that now? Not from the school, but if if they're doing their press conferences and they're wearing uh, a shirt that has a Valentino's yeah. logo on it, then maybe Valentino's will will throw them some some money. For I, I I think, granted, college football coaches get paid ton of money so i can't i can't feel sorry for the highest paid state employees but almost every given everything that's going on it's basically all of the empowerment of the athletes that are happening right now is making the college football coaches jobs so much more difficult because the the portal stuff i mean 
the efforts of just keeping your athletes in your school and now the the you know nil stuff and i'm not saying i feel sorry for them maybe it's now they're earning the millions and millions of dollars that they're making but man it's it's hard to wrap your head around what it's actually going to be like being a college athlete now and and being able to accept these opportunities and the ramifications that might have for the for the team someone brought it up to to uh cam jurgens today i think it was uh, with the with the husker press conference and basically saying do you think it could cause a rift in your team if if you got a guy making you know in the case of alabama at least eight hundred thousand dollars and you got other guys who have no opportunities is that going to cause any any tension in the locker room and I don't know what the answer to that question is, but I think it just throws a whole other pile of issues. Well, what did Cam Jurgens say? Do you remember? He said, he said, well, and he had a hat on with some weird logo I'd never seen. He's like, I got my Beef Jerky hats now. <laughs> He's like, go to beefjerky.com. And, I, and he kept saying beefjerky.com. And, and Sipple even asked him about it. He's like, are you saying go to beefjerky.com? He's like, yeah, go to beefjerky.com. He's like, why beef jerky? And he said, well, because I'm beefy. My name's Jerky or Jurgen, so it kind of fits. And that that was his answer. But it turns out it's not beef jerky with a K. Jer- it's Jerky with a G. So he's already got like a. I don't even know what you can buy on his website, but hat apparently. I I think it's gonna be funny <laughs> all these years down the road. Players looking back and at the at what they were doing to get paid a little bit of money. And I honestly think, and then we'll let. Brandon actually speak on his initial reaction. He's, I do, just, he's sitting and waiting. waiting. I do think that the first strike, this first month, maybe the first six months, first year, it's going to be the wild, wild yeah. west because Hot nobody knows what the what these kind of spokespeople are going to be worth. A year from now, they're going to have actual data that says, well, any time that this guy said beef jerky, our sales went up. Or yeah. they're going to have analysis on, well, no, we actually can pay the offensive lineman and we can pay the offensive lineman less than we do the quarterback and still get the same results. And I, I just think it'll be something that kind of works itself out. Just like every four years, all of these Olympic athletes just start hogging up all of these endorsements. And then six months from now, you're not going to hear from any of them until the next Olympics. Like, Leading up to this Olympics, Suni Lee, in my mind, had no real endorsements that, like, I didn't even know her name. Now, because Simone Biles just sat out, she wins the gymnastics all around. Guess we're going to be seeing a lot of leading up to the 2024 Olympics. Everything's going to be Suni Lee. So, again, I think it's all going to be sorted out. They're going to get the players that they want. And... It's going to become the new normal. Or is a lot of it going to be more casual? Like now all these things that these guys are already doing, now they're going to accept money for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting. And Probably be a handful of huge endorsements, but I think there'll just be a lot of, oh, thanks for doing this for us. I know it's only been a month and there's probably a lot of contracts and things, but I do find it interesting and maybe I've missed it, but it's not like any of these college athletes have been in a national brand commercial yet. Not yet. And so – well, they said Adrian Martinez signed with degree deodorant, but like, what does that even mean? To me, that's just going to be. Is he going to be in the locker room just, just swiping the degree on afterwards? To me, a, a company like Degree 
or or anything like that is just going to have regional athletes. So then when you go to Walmart or Shields or whatever, instead of just having a generic athlete-looking guy putting on degree deodorant, it's going to be Adrian Martinez's picture putting on deodorant. And it's just going to make it feel more connected to your favorite team. Before we get to the next big topic, I, I want to know more about this guy leaving high. He's leaving high school early so well, he can go get paid to. So uh, a lot of guys will go at semester. So when basketball season would start or uh, before their spring season, they would graduate at this in December or whatever. Right. Well, he is, he is going to not graduate early. He'll still graduate in December and go to Ohio State in January or whatever. But he's not going to play football because he's going to train and like start the endorsement process. Because California, I guess, has a rule where they can not benefit yet, but start the process and start. So he's not program. leaving high school. Well, he's he just will. Not like, playing. He will like any other high level prospect yeah. and do spring ball. But he's going to forego his senior year of high school, sit out, and you know, do all the combine stuff that they would do normally. Um, but he is going to start the name, image, and, image and likeness, uh, you know, material, and really try to build his brand. So that way, when he enters Ohio State, he's already ahead of the game. Hmm. Now, Brandon, before we get into it, and Brandon has this—I don't even know if it's a game or if it's just a rapid-fire question—but before we get into that, like, and maybe this goes into what you want to talk about. What are your initial reactions to it? Well, I think. You know, obviously, you should be able to profit off your likeness, but I just think all of this ideas with a lot of these kind of ideas, people just jump into it without thinking of any consequences down the road. The NCAA didn't care because they said, basically, we can do this or all of a sudden we're not going to be making millions because it's not right that they make so much money is what they do. It's well, not right that college coaches make so much, you know, so all these people are like, yep, let's do the, let's do the NIL stuff with the students. And, and then they don't really think of all the ramifications of it and the distractions. I think like, I like that movie, Bobby Jones, going back to golf earlier where, and I don't know how a hundred percent accurate the movie was, but just from like what it sounds like the character of him historically, you know, they were saying, Hey, you could, make some money just with some endorsements. And he's like, do you know what amateur means? You know, love of the game. And, and you know, I just, I think it can be good for the kids. I think it also could be bad for them uh, because a lot of them have no money managing skills whatsoever, you know, and, and you can make poor decisions with it. And I, I think it's terrible. Ultimately, I think it's going to be bad for the sport of what it is, for what it's going to turn into. You know, it used to be USC would win a national championship, get put on probation, <laughs> and then be bad for about four years. Win a national championship, get put on probation, lose the Heisman, go on probation for four years. It For like USC, their school, it's going to be very good because now they're not going to have those intermediary times of probation. They're just going to, they could end up being the new Alabama just of their location and and their alumni and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I don't want this. And some of it 
we'll kind of get into the game too, but I'm just kind of concerned. Think about how recruiting is going to change because yeah. now that's a new aspect of recruiting is, hey, man, you come here, there's going to be many more opportunities for you to make, make some money. But, but that could be an equalizer because you think of like the Huskers, Saturday <laughs> – People aren't watching anything else but us for football. And so, uh, but but like then you think about USC or UCLA. Where rich, in, rich guys in Nebraska are not the same as rich well, guys in Los Angeles. And I totally get that, but there's Don't so forget, many more. Yeah, we're all in the pretty. Big, and we're, and, and we're, we're holding the big queen though. If Warren Buffett ever decides, that's like, right. He does. And the no, the number of uh, you know automobile places in Nebraska versus in Los Angeles, like there's just. But yeah, but you think about a, a like a USC UCLA a, a Texas where they're in Dallas Fort Worth Austin like there's a lot more going on in those places so the money may not be focused on college athletics it's pros it's other you know investors. but they're going to be able to get the best college athletes in their town like if you talk about Texas like. Now they have to spend millions of dollars to get Ezekiel Elliott to do anything, and now they might be able to get the Texas starting quarterback, who is probably just as popular and just as marketable, for a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. And I don't know. To me, kind of going back to what you said, Brandon, like the NCAA, in my opinion, just kind of got caught with their pants down here because they, <laughs> they like for for how many years have they said no? It's it's just not even possible. It's not even possible. Like. It's, it's just that you open up too many gray areas or too many wormholes to fall through. And then now, as soon as they have people with real power in our nation, not conference presidents or school presidents or football head coaches, but now they have congressmen and women getting involved. They have the Supreme Court getting involved where now somehow they figured out an entire system to pay athletes in six months. Had they actually spent this last 10, 20 years when this was such a big topic, actually coming up with uh, all of these kind of procedures and guidelines that they wanted to, instead of just kicking the can down the field and be like, oh, no, there's no way that Congress is ever going to say that we can't do what we've been doing for 100 years. Like, to me, the NCAA has only itself to blame here because as soon as the Supreme Court got involved – their timeline sped up to the point where they had stuff figured out or really they just threw their hands up in the air and said, well, this is too much work for us to do in the short amount of time, but we screwed up and now we, we have to pay for it. Yeah, I think – and going back to Brandon's Bobby Jones comment, I think we're, this is a huge like historical shift in what athletics and sports are in our country. In the 1800s, if you were making money from doing – athletics or a sporting activity you were considered like a low life like those are the people that everyone just couldn't stand and didn't want to be around like it, it was filthy to make money from sports and, and at some point in like the early 1900s then professional athlete became a completely different thing and colleges and high schools started adding athletic programs for literally only school spirit like mm-hmm. let's have something that people can come to, they can cheer, they can bring their, you know, banners and stuff and, you know, to, to have pride in our school. You played for that school because yeah. you were getting your degree there. And you're, I mean, it's just like high school yeah. athletics. You know? and, at, and at whatever point, then it became, you know, revenue, profit making. And now, over the, I would say maybe the last 30 years, like the, the profits that these schools are making from those amateur athletes are just enormous so it's 
I see it as like just a continued evolution. And I think yeah. we're at the beginning of a new little spot in the evolution of sports. Yeah. What it is now is going to be completely different than what the same idea is 10 or, 10 or 15 yeah. years ago. People who were actors were the same thing. Like they were looked down upon. People just laughed at yeah. them and threw trash yep. at them and stuff like that. But again, they, it all comes down to like at a certain point, people decided, or, or more importantly, TV networks found out that they could make a lot of money showing these games. So then TV rights have just gotten higher and higher and higher. And then, like, when you look at it that way, because I agree with a lot of things that Brandon says about this, but then when you look at it from the other point of view, where these guys are what, maybe not individually, but them as a collective group, is what's bringing in all of this money to the colleges and universities and conferences, then why shouldn't they be able to to get a cut or get a jersey sale with their name on it? Because, again, everybody else is, is getting something from it, and... Like, literally every student on campus at any school that you go to is being rewarded from having a successful football program or at least a money-making football program. And so I think that's why this would be the best way to go about it is it's not like the universities are actually going to be losing a lot of money, although maybe some of the they're donors... Not, they're not giving a yeah, cut or paying. Yeah, the donors might be starting to, I guess, redistribute that money, but... It's not like the university is, is cutting these checks. It's just flat out saying if Danny was a college athlete and he was good and he could make not only a college athlete, a, but a was little good. bit of money. Zero of those things are true. <laughs> then, I also like want to put in there too, though, like to not like lessen the, I don't know, stress or whatever of the value of their education and the you know, like the tutors that they have and the nutrition stuff and all this. And I know a lot of them are like, well, it's just a college degree, you know. Well, ultimately, you're choosing what your degree is in, you know, maybe find one that's going to make you marketable. And also, you're not having to pay all of this stuff for the school loans. A lot of the same people who are like, well, it's just college degree. They're also the same people that think they shouldn't have to pay for college either. You know, and it's like, so here it's a, college is a huge expense, but here, well, when you get that for free for playing a game, you know, for, for doing these things, even though it does bring in money to your school, I just think it really puts a devalue of education because ultimately, you know, if you're saying, well, I'm not going to, my degree is not important to me, it's not anything, well, then you just capped your own potential and you made poor choices about what you should go into. But you know? to, to argue against that, though, there's students who go to any university who have more scholarships than it takes to cost of school. And so they make those they make that extra money every semester and as they're paid money. And they can have a job on top of it because they don't have all the all the practices, all the games, all the travel. So they're able to not only go to school for free, just like the football athletes, but they have opportunities outside of class to have jobs and have internships that get them good paying jobs where a football, basketball, baseball, gymnastics, field hockey, whatever it is, doesn't have. And so you can't really say that the athlete should be penalized because they have a free education where there's a lot of people going to Lincoln for free and are getting paid because their scholarships 
are more than what it costs to go to Lincoln, and they just pocket that change. And this is where I guess college football would be different from, I'm just kidding, college basketball, for instance, because at least college football or college football slash the NFL have a rule that they have to be in, enrolled in school in three years, or it's, right. it's three years after their, their college or high school graduation, whereas if you look at college basketball, which is the second leading moneymaker, obviously second by a large margin, but when you talk about the education that they're getting, if you're a top flight basketball talent because the NBA put in this this restriction that's only a year, the majority of the top level, those one and done guys, show up to campus in August. And as soon as their season is done in March or early April, they're done with school. Like they they essentially quit school to go train for the NBA draft and I guess that would be the only thing that I would, I guess, point out in terms of you talking about the education factor of it, because obviously that is important, but it's already kind of a sham in other sports that aren't football because they can come and go as, as soon as they have that chance to make money. So again, I think maybe something like this, because there's, there's always your, if, if we're talking basketball, there's always your 15 guys that are guaranteed first rounders. So they're probably going to go anyways. But then there's probably 40 to 60 guys who take the risk of not being drafted just for the chance to get drafted to make some money. And so I would say that maybe this would be a chance to even improve the college basketball game because some of those middle-tier guys or maybe those guys that are just a little bit more desperate to, to kind of make that jump, maybe if they can make – 50 grand or even 15 grand or 10 grand in school, maybe that actually does keep them there longer and then therefore would maybe add to their educational purpose as well because the ones that don't get drafted might bounce around a, a European league or the, the G League, but in most cases, their, their playing days are done. So any money they can make while they're there would be kind of probably life-changing no matter how much money it is. Well, uh, any, any final thoughts, Brandon? Yeah, I think we're... Whatever gets us to another NCAA college football game, I'm all for. Yeah, we haven't even brought that up. I know. That's all it needs to say. As long as it gets us to another college football. It's only going to happen. <laughs> well, and that, that's just it. That's another podcast. Like, an, an interesting thing to talk about is like you've heard from a lot of the schools and I know Brandon, when we talked about the NCAA game, possibly coming back on a pod a long time ago, Notre Dame had already kind of stuck it, its foot down and says, Nope, not until this is figured out. Have any of you guys heard anything in regards to, to Notre Dame in terms of NIL? Cause not to me, they've been pretty quiet. And I, I actually do. That does come up later okay. in the game. So I, we, if you want to talk about it now. No, I, no I think we can dive into it. But I do think, like when you're talking about USC going up and down, up and down, I'm not a Notre Dame fan, but I would be hard-pressed to to probably think of a, a team that has as wide of a fan base and, and as old as a fan base and the old people have most of the money. Like, depending on what Notre Dame decides to do with this, could probably be – a game changer for them in terms of their football as well. But uh, 
Let's get after this thing. I'm kind of excited. Okay, so when this thing first started, when the whole NIL thing dropped, and I was seeing, being reminded to eat Runtas, which I got to tell University of Nebraska, nobody tells me when to eat a Runta <laughs> except for the temperature. When a lot of Tuesdays. You know, temperature Tuesdays. But anyway, I have this list of things I just kind of started writing. So some of these have already kind of passed, so it's an easy answer. But I left it there because I was like, wow, this has really changed significantly we've, how we've seen this NIL change in a short amount of time. And it kind of shows that. So these things on here, there's there's three things you can answer it with. Already happened, will happen, or will never happen. Okay. And then any other thing you want. So actually infinite amount of things you can respond <laughs> with. But some of them may just be those answers. Some may have more on Are These hypothetical things? These, well, some of them were, okay. but then yeah. they turned into real. All right. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, the first one, speaking of that, that I had on here, incoming freshmen making $1 million. Yeah, so if you br- yes. believe the stories of, of Bryce Young in Alabama, somebody said seven figures. Then I think a more official number said 800000 all already. Well, taxes. Does right? it all get reported? Like, is there a website we can go to and just check all this I out? Tried to, or is it I tried to Google, thing? like, most money earned yet. I think it's still pretty pretty young. The NIL brings, portal. Yeah, brings me to a question I asked you guys earlier. Imagine yourself in college, but a millionaire. This, I think it's going to be weird for some weird dynamic when you have a friend that you know is making eight hundred grand. Yeah, but you all had that one that one guy you went to college with where you knew his parents were kind of loaded. Yeah, and but, when you went to Wendy's, you're like, "Hey, man, can you uh, get me a double stack?" I do think though, and obviously, if you're using that, like, hey, maybe they should pay for everything. It's not like this money is going to make these football or any athletes more popular because guess what? No, 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 I'm not saying more popular. I'm just saying your college experience. Yeah. Okay. A little different. Hot tubs in the dorm rooms. Yeah. Now you're written. Literally, if I had $20 for a week, that was maybe a trip to Wendy's, maybe a a party on the weekend. And I felt, felt like I was set. Yeah, but with inflation for how long? Yeah, that's probably 800,000. So just real quick before we move on, just a little, I want everybody to take their trip down memory lane. Okay. Think about all the dirty, grungy party houses oh. that you went to in college. Yep. Unfinished basements. I didn't go to yeah. any parties in college. I was now think about when you're in with the, with the football team or the athletes. Now you're going to those college parties in houses that are probably nice. $200,000, $400,000 houses. I'll be parking your car for you. Exactly. So solid. not only is it just improving the lives of the athletes, it, it probably is improving the lives of – You guys, you guys remember Nate Whedon? Or was it – what was the Whedon? Brandon Whedon? Brandon yeah. Whedon. Yeah, yeah. when he, he signed with a baseball team, got a million-dollar contract, and then went to Oklahoma State yeah. – I always, I always just yeah. thought that was so weird. Like, you knew that dude was a millionaire. Yeah. Well, the difference there, though, is, like, the MLB has some structure where if you never make it to... Nate Whedon's a guy I knew in college, by the way. Double millionaire. A. He's <laughs> the Wendy's guy. He might, he might be now, but he wasn't then. If you if you don't make AAA or the MLB roster and you come right out of the high school, the organization, like, has to reimburse your schooling for uh, so long of time. Now, a first-round draft pick who gets... Five point six million dollars million dollar signing bonus. That's a little crazy to think. 
So my answer to your question, Brandon, already happened. All righty. Question number two. Players only meeting in the middle of the season regarding NIL when there's turmoil of on-field play. Mm. Yeah, what Bryce Young does even start this year for Alabama? I think that'll happen. Yeah, I honestly think it's going to cause issues within teams. I would say will happen, but I know this was uh, a big piece of our our Twitter beef that I had with the this just the generic Sing Second. Wait, so, that, so you, a member of Sing Sing Second, was arguing with your own Twitter. Well, account. I, I didn't know. My individual account was just arguing with the Sing Second account. That's what I'm saying. As an active member so of, you, of the Twitter you world, part so of Sing I didn't know. Who, like I was just talking to the bot that we had. <laughs> But Satellite MTU. <laughs> to me, there's always turmoil no matter what the team is. This is just going to be another thing that could cost. Gosh, Money ruins gosh, things, think, man. Think about a couple years ago when but, Tua, Mac Jones, and who was the other Alabama quarterback? Uh, Hurts. Hurts were all in that quarter, quarterback room and like getting replaced. And uh, then you add money into that. That'd be... Because I know p- players have always been accepting money, but see, it used to be discreet, and they pro- and I would assume they weren't bragging too much about it. But now, you're, now you're gonna know it's gonna be out there. I in think the it open. caused more issues if it was like, "Hey, did you hear that Joe over there just got two hundred thousand dollars?" Yeah, he doesn't even he doesn't play. Sucks. And so now, if you do see it, to me, it, it, it's. It's another problem. So what? Yes. what so what? What's your I said answer? It will happen, okay. but it's not. To me, it's not any different than next. All next. right, next question: a business offering, you know, for whatever thing, the amount of money that happens to be equal to what tuition and all that stuff would be for all walk-ons. That would be the. I think the cooler aspect of it. There's a a company called Walk-On that's in Louisiana. And they want to sponsor walk-on athletes because the owner of this restaurant was a walk-on. And so just kind of giving back to that idea. That's cool. Can I say hope that happens? Sure. Okay. What do you you think? Well, I think um, Alabama walk-ons are a whole different kind of breed of cat than most people's (laughs) walk-ons. So if if they had unlimited, quote-unquote, scholarship. I could see I could see that being more of a Nebraska thing. I could see Nebraska businesses. Wisconsin, same as Wait, but so can you just give dudes money, or do you have to say I'm giving you this money in exchange for? What made me think of this was that like if we um, if I pay you to be on this poster of all the walk-ons, I can give you tuition. Miami Miami has a thing like right now. Bring back the youths. Yeah. Where it's with a nat or a martial arts group, and so uh, all. But he's doing it just for the scholarship players. They get what is it like five hundred? Five hundred bucks. He's like a gym owner guy. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was thinking, well, opposite of that, what if somebody was like, well, what if we just did this in everybody, so then we could sign whoever sign. You know, hey, sing seconds, bringing in some sponsorship dough. (laughs) Can we? I wonder what it would take to get. Could we pay a, a Husker athlete to come on our podcast? Well, so now, like our, fifty that, bucks. That interview went from being free to now we've got to find some money to give them. So. Okay. Yeah, I. 
in the little bit of research that I did leading up to this, I was I was reading about let's, the, let's get beef jerky on the line. Uh, <laughs> I was reading about the Miami guy and like so one thing that he's trying to do is like Brandon said, he's giving five hundred dollars a month to every athlete in Miami just essentially to help promote his gym. But that same guy is also setting up this bring back the you thing. And it's it's really just going to be any donor, anybody who wants to help with the cause. Like if they have a, a situation where they have like a beach party or something and they sell tickets, all this money is just going to go into this giant pot. And then this pot can be so distributed like a political to action committee. whoever and wherever that it needs to be. And when I was reading it, it was like, this is exactly what they were trying to avoid. And this was kind of the gray area that got a little dirty. Because I would assume they have to pay you for your name, image, or likeness. Like, you have to do something to earn the payment, right? Yeah, but that, this would just be, hey, come down to this beach party, have a good time, yeah. everything will be comped, and this will be well, what like you an appearance to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's was my kind of thought process kind of along this question. Okay, so, and you kind of did it with paying the walk-ons. I think that's a great idea. Mine's almost... Huskers are going to do that. The kind of the, the other end would, would be, so I'm just going to use Trevor Lawrence because obviously he's out of the mix. But, like, obviously when he came into Clemson, he was the best quarterback in the nation. So he was obviously going to be somebody who made a lot of money in terms of these endorsement deals. So would it ever get to the point where a school actually says, hey, you're actually going to make so much money, and we have proof that you're going to make so much money. Here's here's all the endorsements we already have lined up for you. So you're actually going to be considered our walk-on. You're going to be a walk-on. And then that just opens up another scholarship that you can get to somebody who maybe not be is, is, is profitable. So to me, that just allows when you're talking about, hey, how does the – what does the old line do when the quarterback's making all the money? Quarterback becomes the walk-on because he can actually pay for his own way. And so now you have that full scholarship to give to your left tackle instead of the partial scholarship that you use just to make uh, ends meet. Is, the, is that so, player going to see it that way, though, that, well... That's basically the quarterback paying the tuition of all his yeah, O-line. Exactly. So <laughs> just got, like the... I'm making $25,000 less. It'd be like Tom Brady taking less money. Yeah. To allow, or like when the quarterback buys his old O line, like ATB, yeah, watches or something. That's what I was just thinking about when he said that. Like, if I was a dude quarterback making a bunch of money, like there's going to be some people on my team that are probably going to yeah. benefit from that. Or if, if I'm Trevor Lawrence and I have all this money, like I'm going to be part of the recruiting as well, being like, hey, you come here and kind of like, hey, I'm gonna, I'll give you this five thousand dollar allowance. I'm stuck on the walk-on thing. Like, I feel like there's a lot of dudes in the state of Nebraska, if they knew, hey, you walk on in Nebraska, you're getting your, your well, college all paid for. Especially if you think about a kid from, like, Grand Island or North Platte or, you know, all the small towns between. I suppose every, every school is probably going to be doing something like that. Yeah, yeah, but, like, you get. It would like be a, awesome if, like, Nebraska town. did it. Just like, hey, if you're a Nebraska kid that wants to walk on, you're coming to Nebraska for free. Yeah. Well, I will say, though, all that does is kills the football programs at Kearney, Shadden, and Wayne State. I'm okay and with that. And South Dakota State and Dakota. No, I, I think it's interesting. Well, I mean, they can pay kids too. Yeah. Maybe the Western Motel. Will That's what I want to know. Start <laughs> Who, what, what's the worst like thing that kids, like the least amount of money someone's getting paid 
and the, the, like the worst thing they have to do, yeah, yeah, like at some small school, like, hey man, I'll give you five bucks if I can take a picture of you raking my lawn. Yeah, that's just creepy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we got next, man? All right, next question we got. Uh, so, an uh, entity, you know, whatever, whatever, demanding that the player has to play all games in that season without being injured, including like the bowl, bowl game, game or yeah. bowl, and playoffs, because I think one day people will bail out of playoffs too. Do, you don't get paid unless you complete yeah, the whole like, season. Here's the thing, but then we'll give it to you yeah. at the end of the year. If you this play. contract stipulates 12 games completed. Yeah. Or how that might be. That, you know, we no talked, injury, we talked about kids not being able to manage money. That might be a whole different legal issue of not knowing contract talk and things like yeah. that. that might like a carrot, dangle it out there. Just, and just so we know. like It'll are, happen. Yeah, I don't think it'll happen this year because everything's so new. Future, I would definitely say that these contracts are going to have some teeth to them because some of these businesses that are handing out all this money will get burned by somebody. Sure. And then that'll be... Uh, Man, kids so, are gonna have to like have lawyer. They're gonna have to hire lawyers, money managers. Well, like. that'll be like, hey, are you gonna be the type of kid that trusts that the school is looking out for your best interest? Because every single one of these big programs, like, congratulations to any anybody that wants to be an administrator, because this just opened up probably a seven figure administrator job whose only responsibility yeah. is is to deal with this. Yeah. You just got yourself a bunch more workshops yep. to be sitting and, in. And players are going to be sitting in a lot more classes. Well, and, they and said, that, do you guys hear about that Future 50 or whatever thing they did the other day? They took the Warren Academy? Yeah. Yep. And they did a whole session with, I think it was 50 kids from Nebraska. Yep. Top 50 out of Nebraska. That, and they sat through an NIL session. Well, and the kind of cool part about that, last year, uh, the Warren Academy, which is out of Omaha, they had like a combine because a lot of the kids lost their uh, season from OPS and things like that. And so it was kind of their way of getting scouting and recruiting without playing any games. Well, this year they're like, well, what can we do different? So they had interviews set up and uh, a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. And that was a, a big one was kind of the, here's how NIL may look. Here's what you may want to have uh, research done on. So that way you're not blindsided by some of this stuff. And just like anything, kids, just like some of the schools will get burned, kids are going to get burned on it too. And, it, and it's just, just going to be a, it's just going to be a, like Danny said, just going to be part of the new evolution. Yep, evolution that we're going through. All right, next question. I like these. Are you, did you come up with all these on your own? Did, did. you hear people talking about them? Well, these are my. You're such a questions. smart guy. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Is this a school project or is this a <laughs> yeah. for pleasure thing? You're helping me out. Well, now magically Florida is going to have a, a leg up with all these answers. All right, so with the last one, kind of a, a flip verse of that. So let's say business had, one business has two players, probably more, but has two players that are big timers, all right? One we'll just say is at Alabama, one we'll just say is Oklahoma, all right? The CEO of that business is an Alabama alum. All right. So what if that person says, all right, you're going to get everything we said if you sit out during the playoffs into this. Ooh, paid not to play. Paid Won't not happen. to play. Won't happen. That one gets a That's little dirty. murky. That gets a little murky. Because that, uh, to me, that would be 
illegal. Like, I don't know what would the phrase would be Illegal like. activities when talking about donors and athletes? But that would be something like in the court of law would be deemed illegal. And, like, I guess if that was the case, the kid didn't have anybody read through the contract, which all of these schools will have people reading through every single one of these contracts. I'm going to say knowing what we know about the past, if, if you're even thinking about that, if you're throwing the possibility out there, it's going to happen. Maybe not this year. It's going to happen. You may never hear about it if it did. And I guess if... Old dudes are dirty, man. I still say it's not going (laughs) to happen. But if it was, it would be on the sleazy. And it's not going to ever come out to be like, he didn't play because of this contract. It's going to be something that is under the table. What are you saying? Never happened? Yeah. And the guy's like... It'll happen. But the guy will be like, here, here's $10 million more dollars that is the to end. not play in this game and say that you're hurt. But, again, that's not going to be name and image and likeness. That's going to be the same sleazy stuff that's been going on forever. That's the old NIL version of getting cramps because the team's driving the ball and going fast. <laughs> I mean, you – but you're saying it's not – That's that won't happen? I'm just – I guess I'm looking at it. That's not part of the NIL because that could happen now. Yeah, that could happen now without the NIL. So I'm just saying I'm not lumping that scenario into an effect of NIL. I don't know. What do you think? Is he is he playing the game? Is it supposed to be played? I I wrote all these down because I at the time I couldn't really think of. I wasn't clear on either one. Okay. All right. Next one. We'll leave that a gray area, but it will happen. Player illegally changing their last name to their social media tag. So on the back of their jersey would be like, beef jerky. Beefjerky.com becomes his legal last name. If he changes it legally. But will somebody will do somebody that? Will somebody do that? No one's In a world of, of Chad Ochocinco. In a world of, you know, Brian Bosworth from back in the day. No, but... Someone will use a name that they think is better for their income. Like what? Explain. Well, like it happens with actors all the time. Like they have a oh. name, or like John Bon Jovi's last name is Bon Jovi, but he changed it to Bon Jovi. Like they'll, yeah, they'll, like the, they'll make it which and... to something that seems more. Lee Six. I would Lee say. Six and yeah. LPG. Yeah. I would say no because, like, if, if that was really such a marketable thing, why has no NFL player ever done it or NBA player uh, ever done Ocho it? Cinco. Well, not to his, like, I guess to me, it, it's he did it because I think he just actually preferred that. What's his name. real last name? Quick. Johnson. Okay. <laughs> when the people start doing, if they start doing this, to you oh, athletes, give us a shout out yeah. that you got the idea from this. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's that's an actor thing. They want to be more normal, or they want they don't want to say normal. Out. They don't want to stand out. They want to change the name to something that's more palatable for the public. All right, so this one here, this is kind of like has to go with your Notre Dame rules. So a school, you know, in the past where some of them had rules like stay off social media, or, you know, those things. In the case of like Notre Dame and all that, will there be any schools that have a no social media. <laughs> well, room. so people have gotten in trouble for tweeting at halftime. Now, what if that's part of their contract now? Is they've got to send a halftime I don't think tweet. these contracts are going to be like, hey, I need 12 tweets from you during the game. No, no. But, like, 
kids have gotten in trouble for I well I'm upset so I'm gonna get on my phone while coach is talking. But if you to me these contracts are not well, gonna be so what, what's the actual that? scenario? A team so says you like, can't be on social media yeah, during, like, this, during the season. Here, well, like no, this like Nebraska. I guess I'm hearing this question is like, are there gonna be any teams that just have a strict like no, we're not doing name, image, and likeness because right now if it's you want, at every school's discretion. If you want your team to not have any that, people you on just it, changes it. Just changes. That's how I read the question, though. I he didn't read it. He said it. That's how I so heard the question. It could be like that. I guess you I was real super specific, but I was just thinking like how some teams, like Mike Leach, is always big about yeah. how he didn't want his players on social media. So I just kind of used that as the example. Yeah. If you don't want players on your team, that's the way to go. When you someone will try it. When you walk into the room, some and Greg Shiano guy will like, try it. Hey, I have a read on the room, or if we're playing <laughs> poker, I can read you. Are you are you really reading it? <laughs> uh, you I feel like you're getting mad. You just looked at me. I thought I was making a joke, and then you looked at me with not, no smile. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I here's a kind of question that goes off of that. Would a team be able? Because obviously, just like everything, there are some people that have starch beliefs. Like, no, college is for amateur football. They shouldn't be making money. And so if there's parents that think that, some of those parents have to be parents of D1 athletes. Would there be a lane for a school to be like, no, we're not doing name, image, and likeness. And then we're pure amateur. Yep. Then there's going to be that kind of, that's going to be where the kids who are purists go. Seems like a BYU type of thing. I haven't heard, but I'm curious, like how the military academies would do it or, you know, because I think of their rules is yeah. stricter than others. Yeah, I, like, obviously those those type of schools... I and maybe think, they will. I, I just don't know. But I'm, I'd be curious about that. Yeah. Alright, so this one here. Do you think, or think they won't, players not be as active recruiters bringing people to their school because they may see them as a threat That's to right. taking some of their stuff? Uh... I, again, I, I think it would probably happen, but I also think that it happens now just because if I'm the quarterback, do I really want to help recruit the hotshot quarterback to come to my school? Like maybe if I'm the outgoing senior, yeah. But if I'm a if I just started my freshman year and I'm going to be a sophomore, do I want to help the the incoming guy? But maybe that that would be a better question of like if I'm the quarterback, do I really want to help recruit this stud wide receiver knowing that yeah I'm, I'm gonna say it's not likely i think there's gonna be enough money enough to money go to around. go around so i think it's almost like hey man i'm the quarterback here's what i'm making like you yeah. you're you're gonna be my number one receiver like we could we could make some yeah. bank together and i think kids want to win regardless above all this just popped in my head how many bad local commercials are going to come that's out what I, of this. That's what I was saying earlier. Just like cheesy. Kids are going to think back to college and like, I remember I got paid $1,500 to go to this pig farmer. and yeah. Some Better Call Saul commercial <laughs> yeah. quality stuff. Oh, yeah. It's already kind of cheesy. I think the Runza thing was a little cheesy. Yeah. It's a modern modern cheesiness, but... Yeah, they, wanted, they just wanted to be first. They didn't care what it looked like. Yeah. Three final questions. Nice. All right, like. so this one here. All right, so on a list of like schools that have the most billionaires in their alumni, most of them are 
spread our Ivy League schools. All right, will we see a return of the Ivy League to maybe even FBS level football? It would be interesting because they don't they give don't, athletic scholarships. No. Also, they don't play the playoffs. They have their ten game season and then they're done. So I that's a stretch. But you don't think if Harvard's football team rose to power, you don't think that the Ivy League would then say, maybe we'll actually let take this invite to the FBS play. I think, I think your point earlier, I think kids the I think kids are going for the athletics and not for the education. Yeah. So uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, he uh, he's a Harvard grad and all he does is BD. He'll be the first player to play for 31 different teams and beat the Eagles with all 31. <laughs> all right, the last question. I thought we had two. Oh, more. wait, two more. Sorry. <laughs> the other one was. You can do the last one and then the second to last one after that. Well, then it won't be as good. Okay. I thought of the last one later. All right, so uh, NIL being retracted or limited by the NCAA. A few years from now. I think it can. Never. It can. And I mean, like, not taking it all away, but saying, like, here's a limit or some kind of a reel back. Nope. It's hard to put the toothpaste back in the tube. Nope. But, like, right now, we are, like, not we, I'm not in it. They are just under, like, a temporary waiver as the NCAA behind the scenes is trying to put together their, their master plan. So, like, right now, it's a temporary waiver with minimal guidelines. I do see them coming out. Who knows how long it'll take because they've had 30 years in the making and haven't done it yet. They'll have some rules, but then that would get me into my big big conversation about all of the, the reconferencing and, I think, the eventual demise of the NCAA as the football kind of hierarchy. So, I won't get too far into that. I just heard today someone talking. I didn't realize that, and they said around 100 years ago, but who knows what the number was, that NAIA used to be all college athletics, and the NCAA established itself and then split from them and became the and that's, the top dog. So, And their point was, and it's conference stuff, that eventually there'll be 64 teams that split off from the NCAA and are basically like a – you know, yeah, semi pro type of deal. My opinion for all the recent news is like that's what the SEC is preparing to do right now. I mean, the line between amateur athletics and professional athletics now is, I mean, there is really not yeah. a line. I think, I think it's going to be opposite of that. I think it's going to become more of a professional type of deal. I think the the NIL is is here to stay in, stay in some form or fashion. I do think that in NCAA has its has its purpose in like the championships for all other non money making sports. So I think football, maybe men's basketball, will will kind of be in this split. But these universities are still going to have NCAA sports as well. The, football the, just won't be one of them. The only the only thing that's keeping high profile college athletics is that the pro organizations make them go to college first for for three years. Yeah. Or one year if it's basketball, like that, that's the only. So do you think that, that's the line between amateur and pro? Is that the the pro organizations say you got to go to college? 
So do you think there's they... going to be a league that pops up that takes all of the colleges out of it, and it's just essentially a minor league well, system? The NBA yeah. kind of. I feel like that's already in the works. Yeah. Well, then why like that could have happened at any point, and then yeah. you wouldn't have had to deal with the NCAA's name, image, and likeness rules, and it hadn't happened up till now. True. Now the only issue that I have with any of this is. One of the best movie quotes of all time is gonna slowly be erased because base, basketball fans and any basketball fans I've seen it once um, or twice. The quote where he goes, "Everybody knows Shaq made more money at LSU than he did with the Magic." Like now, that's like, yeah, obviously, yeah. like Bryce Young, yeah, he made way more money at Alabama than he's going to in the NFL. Like one of the best movie quotes because it was funny. It's probably, oh, look at that jab, and I was just like, yeah, yeah that's yeah, like twenty five years ago. Yeah, basketball. Athletes to you. It's like slow pitch softball. <laughs> Speaking of that, I did. I read the other day. This is totally off topic. You guys ever been to Casa Bonita in Denver? Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. The makers of South Park are trying to buy it. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> Only people that have been there know what I'm talking about. I've seen a picture because I saw the headline. Oh. What else? Uh, so, last question. Final question. Final one. Will like- the NIL bring about or set forth a series of events that will give an outcome which would lead to the Nebraska Cornhuskers winning a FBS national championship. No. Never. No. We're so, a long ways from that. So, Danny, do we've you got think- We've got beef jerky, and Alabama's got a millionaire quarterback that hasn't even played yet. Oh, and a degree deodorant specialist. Danny, do you think you've seen your last – Nebraska National Championship. Uh, no. Nope. Well, then you just contradicted but, but, but yourself. But Danny's right also going to live forever. Cause he He's saying that we can attribute to NIL. Oh, you just think we're going to naturally get better? Because if I said no, how depressing would the rest of my life be? So I'm going <laughs> to say yes, that it's going to happen. Gosh, in season six. Just the, hey, I have a good extra point for later. Are we going to do those or is Andy going to cut them out? I don't, I don't even know if he's doing it or not. <laughs> Kyle's, Kyle's wrapping it up, so we'll see. Uh, well, what do you guys think? Those are two good questions. In your lifetime, do you think the Huskers win a natty? I think a team can always pop up. Like, I don't ever – and honestly, I think the more interesting question would be, like, does NIL put an end to the stranglehold that Alabama and Clemson have on it? Because just, like, I think Nebraska's best chance is just to have a – a four-year run where you, you pop up, you blip up, just like a lot of the schools have, and then you have to regress a little bit. And you're not going to see a sustained excellence like people who, who got to live through the 70s, 80s, and 90s as Husker fans where we were top 10, top 5 consistently. Like, I don't see that happening, but just like a lot of schools have, like you can have that two-, three-year run, pop up, be relevant, and then you're going to regress to the mean a little bit. Uh, I don't think NIL is going to change the hierarchy. So you think Alabama is just going to continue? Like, until Saban retires or does something else. So like, yeah, when, but Dabo's going to Alabama after Saban. Until that happens. We've, we've had playoff four teams, and like the other two have kind of been interchangeable, but it's always been Alabama and Clemson for like what the last seven, eight, nine, ten years. Like, will we? Will we have in the next? It, that will change, but it's not going to be due to NIL. It's not like... Will we have in 10 years a playoff without Alabama or Clemson? Because yeah. 
I would say probably yes. Saban's getting old, and he only eats a oatmeal cream pie and a diet coke for breakfast. But you don't think he's built that program in a, a way that the the predecessor is going to have? I mean, Tom Osborne. I would like, say he did have it built up in a way, and at, as Frank Solich ran it, we still were nationally relevant. And but we're not. We made it. But wow, I'm saying eventually, yeah, we that's been 25 years ago. I'm saying 10 years, like. Will we have a, a Final Four? And they might not yeah. be a Final Four yes. anymore. Yeah. Because there'll be like a Georgia. Because of the 12-team playoff, Alabama's going to got to get through some juggernauts. I was going to say. Well, shoot, that, and then you add Oklahoma into the, at the conference. The <laughs> well, then Oklahoma just loses to Alabama in the conference yeah. championship. Instead and of the semifinal. Yeah, just, Separate yeah. conversation. We, we, I don't, we, we I don't like the 12-team, man. Yeah, I don't like it. We, we got to leave that conversation for next week or something. But. Good stuff, Brandon. Yeah, those, those are those are deep. Let's just do twelve questions with Brandon every episode. Yeah, those are those are great. Really got you thinking. Uh, final final thoughts. I and I guess I just preface this. Maybe give thirty seconds. Final thoughts. Do you think it's positive impact, negative impact, or just another day at the office for the NIL in terms of college football? Do you like it? Hate it? About thirty seconds. Finish. Wrap up. No, I'll make it quick. I like it. I think it's a it's a good evolution of of where we're at with sports. I Brandon? dislike it. Just for what I said before. Just for <laughs> the last. What, hour what, what's and your half main argument? Like your your succinct main argument against it. Succinct is bad for the degradation of yeah, amateur I sports. So. I think so. Takes away a little bit of the people playing, which it's gone this way for yeah. a long time, but. This shirt certainly doesn't help it go back to a way where I wish it was. Yeah, right. Until we, I guess, we hear what the where sports writers just voted for the national champion at the end, yeah. and coaches. Okay. <laughs> Chili cheese smell. Funny. <laughs> the the uh, until we hear what like the military academies are doing, does this just strengthen your your fandom for them even more? It really does. It was kind of getting that way anyway because I mean. Rarely are they going pro, yeah. you know, and they're just there because it's like, dude, FBS football, where I would not be able to play FBS football probably anywhere yeah. else. So it, it does. Because I do like I do more. think that, at least in Army and Navy, because Air Force always kind of feels like they're off on their own world anyways, but that might be where the true amateur football still lives. What could be? Andy? Much like adding hot tam. Any of the food, <laughs> food choices, it's gonna Makes be a bit spicy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a little lukewarm uh, and uncomfortable with it <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, what, so what's your take on it? Like, hot it's sauce hard. really doesn't usually treat me, it's good at first and doesn't treat me well at the end. But I feel like I had to throw stuff like that in there. I used to have my kids do this thing where they're like, I want you to read this excerpt of this history book, and then I want you to come up with a plus. And a minus and an interesting. So, are you saying you're just on the interesting? No, I, I think it's I think it's good. It, um, I'm hopeful that like the the regional schools that it's the only show in town that they're able to maybe close that gap on uh, some of the bigger markets. And so, I think it's kind of a cool, cool little idea. And we've talked a lot, and this I wanted to bring this up, but. Is it going to hurt Nebraska because now these kids can stay closer to home and still make enough money? They're not going to have to, I guess. Well, if, we, if, we, if, we, 
if we say that our walk-on program is the backbone of our of our team, then I think that helps us. Well, and we're more. You're saying we're just not going to get. Yeah, we're not going to have the California, Florida, Texas pipelines because then all of those Texas schools can. Do we have pipelines? Because I feel like those are the dudes that come for a year and then leave. In the last five, ten years, though, we've really focused on that like 500 mile radius or whatever. So that's St. Louis, Kansas City, Minneapolis. And it's like those, I feel like, are more opportunistic and may strengthen those recruits. But. Yeah, I, I I do think that's probably going to be the games, case where our want to play where our circle is going to be tighter because all those smaller schools around California or maybe the uh, the lesser known colleges in the L.A. area, San Diego states, and that sort of thing will still have all of the the donors and the money around them, and have the nicer weather and have all those options as well. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, I kind of agree with Danny. I I think it's just a natural progression that was probably should have been 20 years in the making. Uh, but I do think that this first year, maybe the first two years, is going to be wild. Like there's going to be a lot of books written about this first couple of years of NIL. And then once you get past all the new stuff of companies just throwing in money, like to me, a business like Runza is going to understand like, wow, we actually wasted a lot of money giving money to all yeah. athletes and we're just going to put a singular focus on what we know is going to help us and it's just going to kind of settle out and it's just going to be part of the lexicon of college football. I agree. Uh, I know we've, we've talked about it, but like – have you, has everybody seen Space Jam? I just want a, a 30 second. I'm not. I haven't watched it. You haven't it yet. watched it yet? No. I, I finally watched it, Brandon. Kids watched it without me. There, it's it's hard to have spoiler alerts in a movie like Space Jam. What'd you think of it compared to the to the old one? I like the original one better. Just, you know, that one was about the Looney Tunes who are in a real debacle. Let's yeah. go get Michael Jordan. They come in there. This one. LeBron James literally just made a movie about himself, you know? <laughs> yeah. And and it's it was like he saw Ready Player One, and he saw Wreck-It Ralph, and he's like, let's do that and make it a movie. And they'll be like, what do we call it? Space Jam 2. So it's not in space, you know? They, they don't know what an algorithm is. That really bothered me, <laughs> yeah. the whole thing about that character. So from a computer person's point of view, and I, I don't know, it was entertaining. Like, I... I laughed at a couple parts, yeah. but I, and I'm nostalgic, obviously, yeah. as you all know. So I you like know, the, I like the original better, but it, it was, it was good though. Like, yeah. I had fun watching it. I, I saw a tweet and it kind of like put things in obviously perspective because like people were crushing it, like grown adults were crushing it, Like, oh my God, LeBron, another stinker. And it's just like a tweet is like, Hey, just as a reminder that, this is a movie built for yeah. kids and not your 30 year old self because because yeah. I'm the same way. I do like the the original one better, but one of the reasons is because like you said, it incorporated the Looney Tunes more I can't even think of the word. Storyline Like it was yeah, it was part of the grand scheme of things where the the Looney Tunes went out and got Michael Jordan to help them, where it was almost the opposite, where LeBron had to go out and get the Looney Tunes to help him. You know, Daffy Duck, really, in the last 20 years, gotten way better at basketball. Yeah. And, like, the, well, the reason why they picked Practice. the Looney Tunes is kind of, like, the whole crux of, like, of the middle part. Um, and it was, it was different enough that I liked it. 
Uh, I liked the Monstars as villains way better yeah. than the Goon Squad. I, I think they went into the effects maybe a little bit too much. Like Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, Clay Thompson, a couple of WNBA players were in it, but they were so unrecognizable yeah. that you didn't even know it was supposed to be Not them. Not even part of the story. Yeah. Like, and the, and the Monstars, now we're bad guys again. It's like, yeah. dude, you guys flipped sides to the good side at the end. Well, I thought they were, because they were actually in it. I thought they were just brought in as, like, fans. But right. were they sitting on the bad I, side yeah, of all the villains? Yeah, they were kind of with the villains, which kind of bothered me a yeah. little bit. I, I actually, like, that was yeah, one of my favorite parts, though, is, like, when they were showing the Goon Squad side, like, looking in the background and, like, seeing Point all these classic, yeah. like, they were all Warner Brother characters, obviously. Uh, but no, I liked it. How's the soundtrack? I haven't listened to the soundtrack. They said well, is it was, like the iconic opening scene song? Like uh, not like Michael DJ Quad, Quad City. <laughs> Quad Who City throws Beatles. away a Game Boy? That really yeah. kind of, I'm like, dude, you just can't just be thrown it because he, he got yelled at. Uh, but no, I I liked it. Uh, but it's just my thing with all shows, and again, these shows aren't made for me. Like I love the original Boy Meets World, and then Girl Meets World came out, and they felt like they had to just put all these weird colors, like in the in the houses and stuff like that. It's like all these weird colors. It's like that doesn't look like anybody's normal house. Where, like all the old '90s sitcoms, like their houses looked like my house. Like it's no Roseanne. Yeah, <laughs> everybody had the couch in Roseanne. <laughs> Let's just put it there. But like the colors and stuff like that just seems. Not Stylistically, like, it's yeah, it didn't strange. fit me. And <laughs> I'm talking about a basketball game with the Looney Tunes and Bill Murray and Monstars, but the basketball game in the original Space Jam actually looked more realistic than the basketball game here, just because. That part where Bugs Bunny's yeah. arm or Michael Jordan's arm. Yeah, I I just hate. So what do you think, Andy? Are you gonna watch it now or? It's definitely worth right, a watch. <laughs> But, Maddie liked it. She thought it was good. Yeah, was and that's like, what I would love to see. Like, did your kids like it? Yeah, they actually, they did. I, I give it a two out of five, which is not yeah. terrible. See, I well, give it that a sounds three. way different than saying four out of ten. Why only do five? Just, just oh, math simple. stuff. Simplify it. I hope Coach Dawes can get it on DVD because every time, every year on a basketball road trip, he puts the original Space Jam in on the bus. So Box one on the way down, the other on I'd the like way to, back. I'd like to, yeah. I two, he always shows that one, and uh, I think it's called Glory Road. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, that's Western. I, I'm, I don't want to guarantee it, but I bet Dawes is going to be very anti-New Space Jam. I oh, bet he, yeah, he's always going to be like, nope, we're not watching that junk. We're watching the original. <laughs> but, all right, so Danny, you you already set it up. Okay, we, we've reached the, the end of our, our session here. Extra points. I got one. Do you want to start it or end it? I'll start it. I don't, I'm, I'm not billing it as like a blockbuster extra point. Just something popped in my head earlier, and I wanted to make sure that we weren't going to end before we got to these. But uh, did you guys hear about the Arizona Bowl this year, this season? Mm-hmm. Is it taking place in Lincoln, Nebraska? No, no, no. Oh, but okay. we're, 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 yeah, this is the first point. step, yeah, and actually, say, in the sing second. I kind of already uh, saw this coming, or I see the writing on the wall. No, uh, Barstool Sports basically just bought the entire rights to the Arizona Bowl, which I think was an existing bowl, and they're going to do the whole entire thing themselves. Like they're like it's their bowl, so the the guys at Barstool are going to be 
like the announcers and commentating and I'm sure they'll do a lot of and they're only going to broadcast it like on like online like through their website or whatever they have. So I I think th- I think you're going to see that sort of thing happening a lot. And we could have a mobile bowl game where it's at a different location, whoever gets most votes on our Yeah. On our polls. Especially, hey, where do we want to go? I don't want to go to Detroit to watch a bowl game. Well, obviously Lincoln. second bowl just around the Yeah, so I'm just saying the the idea is out there. And how cool would it be for us to be sitting in the booth? Actually, we'll go Kyle, Danny, and Brandon in the booth. And then we're going to put Andy down as like the sideline reporter guy. Hey, guys. Yeah. So I just, it's out there. Thing. That's a good start. Sports are evolving, and pretty soon we're going to have press passes. Uh, Brandon, like like I said is that earlier, that's coming in the mail. Is our press passes coming in the mail? No, it's oh. the way to sign up to get press passes. Oh. Is what I sent you guys. But I figure since Brandon's been published in the newspaper now, he's a he's a journalist. Um, we can get those press passes. And we're going to be hosting a bowl game soon. I'll ask all the hard questions. Yeah. So, right. Who's the David Portnoy of, of the Seeing Second podcast world? We don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I don't even know if I like that guy, to be honest. But He's hot cold for me. Yeah. But I, you're exactly right. We do not have the billionaire <laughs> hedge fund guy. That Wait, shoot. They started small. Yeah, they did. So. And now every state has barstool. Yeah, Barstool Lincoln. I honestly, and I'm not even trying to talk about Barstool. I don't even love that, love that outfit. But hey, they got one. We're gonna get one. I like it. Six degrees from David Portnoy, though. Do you know Danny Woodhead? Because he is actually Danny Woodhead. Pretty big and uh, and thick with the Barstool boys. So Danny is gonna talk to Danny Woodhead. He's gonna talk to PFT commenter. To boom, David Portnoy is gonna invite us to be part of Barstool. There we go. There you go. Woodhead's a podcaster. He's got a podcast. Brandon, extra points. Yeah, last week or two weeks ago, we talked about like what we've been up to. And I said I went to Disney World. And there was something that really irritated me. And I think I even texted you all. I was like, something just really ticks me off. And I can't wait to rant about it. This will be short. But people who cut in line, just people who cut in line are the worst. They do that? In Disney World, yeah. So to those of you who are listening who cut in front of people in Disney World, I hope you come with that same energy in your final line straight to hell. Oh, yeah. Jeez, Brandon, you should have told me that that was going to come so hard. That could have been the last word of the... I'm sorry. I just cut it off. Let's just have him do it again. Yeah, I am luster. Hold that kind of anger. Was it like one one minute? What about... Your thoughts on when a member or two of a, of a group or family are in line, and then three more come, and they're that like, oh, hey, well. we're with these guys. That happened as well. And uh, like If you're with them, you should have been with them. And guess where the bus cut off right at the end, right before me? I told I told on them. I was like, I'm glad that they got on the bus because oh, it's for a they bus literally by standing in a parking lot. It happened in a ride as well at the Frozen. So... Quick got, question. I'm all flustered. Who'd you tell? Like, was this a Mickey conversation? Or? <laughs> this is the bus driver. Oh, oh, Mickey, you've got to get yeah, to the bus driver's like, yeah, I'm right on it. But yeah, I was yeah, like, no. And, and it looked like they were Never happened here before. You're but, supposed uh, to wear masks, too. And I was like, and it, they might be short of masks. Because <laughs> I thought then they would look. No, I, I would have loved the, the bus driver to look at you and like, you are right. That is terrible. <laughs> that we're, That's going straight to the top. 
that's going to Mickey. Yeah. After it happened the second time, and so this has made it a little weird, and uh, my family's embarrassed. So then the rails that you go through, I yeah. held both of them with my arms, <laughs> with my legs spread out, and that is how I went down the lines for the duration of the time. To uh, did you do it like in like we're saying like no nobody's crossing, or did you try to play it off like? You were just like doing something no, it was fun. pretty. Or like, like you were super drunk and couldn't stand up. No, it was like, like there's this, and then sometimes there would be a little opening in there. So then I would pivot ninety degrees, <laughs> pivot ninety degrees the other way. Hold so, the line. So hold the line. Hold the door. <laughs> so people knew that was the purpose of it. It, it wasn't like they're like, oh, excuse me, I know you. They just, had to have. If. Like they saw the look in your eye. And I just so badly wanted the other people who cut the other times, like somehow I would miraculously see them again in that same spot. So then they would be like, wow. Was it, was it people in tank tops? I feel like one wearing them, a tank top is always the guy that cuts. Like Not just tank tops, people overweight tank Yeah, Overweight people in tank tops. <laughs> Super tight clothes. There was one where it was like that, yep. And uh, with like, with George. Oh, yeah. Yep. And the other one was elderly people. And then the lady told me, she turned around as she was there and said, don't ever get old because she had to wait in that line for a whole like three minutes while I had been there this whole time. Yeah. And, and I was like, and I, then Angie goes, you couldn't. I was like, she told me she's old. Yeah. She kind of turned I'm sorry, say? they waited here like two minutes. That, what, I've been here the whole so time. what you're doing right now is every time something like that happens to me, I don't like even confront the person. I just look around and put my palms up. Oh, I did that. I'm too. like, is anyone seeing? Is anyone seeing this? Typical, is anyone seeing this? Typical soccer player, but yeah. also kind of sounds like a story from uh, Dane Cook. <laughs> and, and I go, wow, wow, yeah, yeah, wow. You don't you don't call out the action, but you're like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. People are seeing yeah. this. I have to make sure. That anyone see this? Everybody behind me knows it. I wasn't the one that yeah. was well, And like the, like the people behind me. you in line are going to come like, back, hey, we got this, man. You all should be feeling just <laughs> as mad about this as me because they did it to you just as personal yeah. as they did to me. This was personal. They walked past all of us, made this conscious choice. for the next 40 minutes, you get to stand right behind them. Yep. And then yeah. hear them complain about make some how comments. they had to wait in line so long. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's why I'm never going there. It's, oh, it's my favorite place in the world. It's pretty awesome, but uh, when it happened twice, then I was just like, <laughs> I really did ball. think that in. Sorry, Brandon. I'm I'm a cutter sometimes. If I can what? cut the line, I'll whoa, go. whoa, whoa! But you don't admit to cutting. Were you wearing a tank top? <laughs> no. And jorts. Just just like no cuts, no butts, no coconuts, man. <laughs> and you're just gonna throw throw it out there to the world. You don't, you've never cut. I typically no. Oh, I don't. Typically, you know what? And I'm the guy that if two members of my family are like, "Come on up here, come on up here," I'm like, "No, that no, that's, that's right. cutting. Yeah. That's cutting. I'm not no, doing I'm it." I'm sure that's that's but order me. <laughs> and I'm not gonna do it in Disney World. You know See, what I mean? That was my original. Give me an example when you're just gonna you're just gonna cut in line. Like, give you on. an example. Yeah. Did you go to the concerts this year? The no. concerts were no joke. Spun all the way around the parking lot of the Nebraska Land Days of Buffalo Bill Arena. This line had 3,000 people in it waiting to get in. Exactly. Orderly, what you're supposed and to so, do. And so I was walking through, just started the line. I was like, 
who am I going to find? Who am I going to find? Who am I going to find? And I probably went by a thousand people that I didn't know. And then I saw the best man at my wedding. And if he wasn't going to let me in, I was going to take Was that. it just you? Uh, me and a buddy. Two oh, of us. Huh. And then. Straight the numbers. And then, this is, this is even a little story for you. Then I saw your niece, Abby. And I really made a point. Like, nope, Abby, the back of the line is clear <laughs> over there. But really sold it. He Brandon's over here explaining how infuriating this yeah, stuff that's is. That's why and I, just he like, is oh, I do that. Visi- visibly sweat. That is why on the front end, I had to was admit. Spotty. I couldn't even see for a second. Yeah. When I was but just talking about it. I was going to say, as we got diverted, I was going to say I thought just like Disney is so particular on like if a piece of trash falls on the ground, like somebody's there picking it up right away. Or the cats at night. Yep. I did think that Disney would have like a strong response to to line feathers. Well, they yeah. do normally, but with the distancing and all that stuff, a lot of that kind of went That's out. That's another bad thing about the social distancing. It gives a lot of room to yeah. cut. <laughs> Real hard when you're saying what you're saying with a thousand other people. I can't top that. We're just I'm done. Yeah, I really. The point is, they heard it. Yeah, as soon as someone admits to being a cutter, it's like, what are, what are we doing here? Now they feel awfully sorry. Yeah, yes. Go. The the end of end of all podcasts. Yeah. We know it apparently. Well, if we're gonna end it, then Brandon's gotta yeah bring up that energy again because that that had to be the line. Same what I said. Yeah, yeah. line go to hell. You cutters, I well, yeah, well, you, you gotta, gotta go okay, back. I didn't write it down, so like I would just. You have to have the same energy cutting line. You have to have that same energy.